but when we last left our intrepid heroes, they had been given rooms in Rothma's palace and been left to their own devices. <laughs> in your rooms in hell, you gain a long rest and uh, recover from your ordeals. Yay! And after you, after you get your or you you rest for what you assume is the length of a night, the sky doesn't change ever. It's just a dull gray rolling cloud above with the occasional lightning flash somewhere deeper in the clouds. So you guys, after gaining your long rest, um, you get this sudden voice in the back of your head and you hear Rothma from somewhere in the building telling you, giving you directions. Come down, come see me. Come, come, come. And as you're meandering through his uh, instructions, continue, you know, down this hall, through the door, not that door, on your left, the other left, <laughs> my left, not yours. <laughs> <laughs> and he eventually leads you down to this, as you, you come through the large double doors, ornate pillared room done in the same like shiny black obsidian there's you know a layer of dust on a few things but he's uh standing at the far end of the room looking around going <clears throat> my chair is missing funny in turns oh, good you're here you're here you're here he Kind of claps his hands together and skitters down the down the the stairs towards you guys. So it has been. It is. I believe it is correct that you wish to return to your homes now. Yes. Uh, yes, that's correct. Yes, good. I, I can't have my advisors around to advise me. That would be, that would be ill-advised. I would get advice. And nobody wants advice. The only thing I'd advise about is advising you against that. Advise you to such... Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) But I have a question. Where do you wish to return to? Do you wish to return to where we left on my boat? Do you wish to go somewhere else? Hmm? So we had three... Three places we had to visit. That was our goal for this pilgrimage. Yeah, but we also left the blood bag buddies and Gazer back in that uh, that one. Uh, you know the 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 one vampire lady's place, the underground one with all the creepy with weird all the tribal guys. Yeah. Yeah, we should probably go back there. Go back there and get them, and then are we gonna proceed to the next the next? Vampire, or are we going to go back to the homes and check in? Yeah, because we have one more we have to do, right? Yeah, I yeah. would say we'll just head out for the next invitation. Yeah, food. that's what I was thinking. So let's go grab our crew and go to the next location. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as he as he's very well, he begins like waving his hands around in the floor. The, you realize runes in the floor start glowing around you and spitting and as he's moving his hands he 
stops and he reaches into his pocket and he grabs something and he tosses it to uh, to Zan. Mm. You catch it and it's this tiny little glass ball. And inside of it, it's almost like this swirling, smoky mist just kind of moving around. He says, Give it a jam. Give it a break. And then he snaps his fingers and you find yourself standing atop the rock overhanging the vampire cover. Oh, that's so cool. Now, can we ask him to stick around so he can transport us to the next location, too? <laughs> oh, no, he didn't come with you. He didn't come. Oh. <laughs> he just said right. Wishful thinking. Okay, well, let's go grab our crew. Yeah, let's go uh, go find the blood bags, as we've so lovingly called them. <laughs> <laughs> you head on down, and people from down below have come out, and several of them had spears out until they recognized who was coming down the uh, coming down the rock. The bones woven into their clothing, rattling as the the people start congregating together you hear them speaking and speaking their their language to themselves or back and forth among themselves as you come down towards the front one of the priestesses moves forward you have returned the the deformed ones what have you learned of them they're gross but they do die Where is the Mati? The Mati has gone out for her nightly stroll alone. Upper time. <laughs> yep. She looks directly at Zen. I could show you where she has gone if you wish to join her. I do. Come with me. And then she turns and she she says something to her other people, uh, to some of the people around them. They will show you to your friends and get you some hot supper. So we're going to break off into two groups here. Okay. How long were we gone? Like, how long were we in hell? Slash fighting the deformed ones. Does time go by the same way in hell as it does in our plane? As uh, as you're moving along, Zan, do you, do you ask this question to her? You left five days ago. Oh. Well, that explains why I'm starving. <coughs> she She says... Then it is good. She leads you out past, uh, out into the, into the desert. And in the darkness, she stands and she looks out, and you see just a flit of movement from one cactus to another. And suddenly, the deer that was standing there is taken down. And the the priestess says, "This is where I leave you." Probably for the best. I'm very hungry. I will make my departure then. 
she steps backwards and very hastily gets out of the uh, the area. <laughs> Zan has no desire to bite her, but at this point, she knows that uh, things are a little touch and go. <laughs> yeah, who's there are, who's here? Sorry. There are- uh, there are two active vampires hunting in this area. This is not a place you want to be if you're warm-blooded. Yeah. I want to sniff the wind and catch some dinner. Uh, roll me... Roll me survival. Oh, I'm not very good at that one. That's a 13. You're hungry. I'm very hungry. Roll that with advantage. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a 17. Alrighty. There's the deer that's been taken down a couple hundred feet ahead of you, but ahead of them you catch... You catch a whiff of... Is it more deer? Or is it... There's some sort of mammal moving. You can smell it. You can almost see the heat waves rising up from here. Hello. I want to get it. You begin dashing through the, the desert sand quietly as it softens. So you softly prance across it, low to the ground. You come up over a dune. You, you see a, a mid-sized antelope-like creature with curly horns standing there chewing on a on a piece of cactus it looks up just in time to see you make me your attack <laughs> fuck i rolled a 2 all right i would like you to uh, roll me a strength save as it tries to bolt having just been gra- grabbed by this tiny human and then or tiny humanoid that's trying to bite it 16 16 you hang on as it begins galloping across the desert roll me another attack oh 18 18 you manage to pull yourself further up the body and jab your teeth directly into the jugular and while it's still running, you feel the energy slowly slowing down. <laughs> this looks really badass in my mind. You're holding onto the side of it and, like, drinking its blood while it's still running. So, yes, this does look pretty badass. And it falls to the ground and you are able to finish your your dinner. And then that you, as you look up from your food, you see the Mati standing there, probably about 15 feet in front of you. She's got blood rip, dripping down the one side of her mouth. She kind of cocks her head and nods to the side and starts moving. Do you hunt with her? I would like to, yeah. All right. So she starts taking you out. We're going to hop over to the others. As you guys are brought back through the camp under the rock, you see your blood bags and Gazer 
as soon as Gazer sees you, as he runs, as he floats, charging towards you, giving you a hug with his eye stalks upon seeing it. Oh, Master, I was so worried. You said you'd be right back, and then you weren't back, and then what was I supposed to do? Oh, you did good, little buddy, and I give him a little, little head scratch. The blood bags are still alive, Master. Good job, good job. I, uh, I don't know, I pull out a rash and I give him, give him, give him some food. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> the jerky that you toss him keeps him chewing for a while. Yeah, he's pretty small. I have a mini for a gazer, and he's the smallest fucking bit in the world. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous how small he is. Like, a gazer is about the size of a softball. Yeah, pretty much. I, I I thought it was a little bit bigger. I think I'm thinking of a Spectre. So. I like the idea of him being the size of a Spectre, but a gazer. I don't know. Yeah. I like it being more like a basketball with, with eye stalks. Yeah. That works better for the trench coat part. <laughs> it does. Uh, hmm. yes, so, so as you return to the blood bags, they are absolutely just thrilled to see you guys alive and well. Anything you want to say or do? Um, well, we're supposed to just grab them and go to our next location, but we need to wait for Megan now, eh? Yeah, you guys Megan's can grab still some food. Shall we just go have a feast then and wait for her? I mean, they've got food ready, so you you do get to enjoy food. Megan is gone for about an hour and a half ish before coming back in with the mati. I like to think during this time I've uh, let her know everything pretty much that went on. It was uh, an interesting exchange to have. I imagine so, telling her about the cultists that are after her and going very simply the over the fact that we went to hell and then came back. <laughs> <laughs> Just state a uh, matter of a fact. Yeah. Yeah, we went to hell. It was pretty chill. Yeah, we, we went as to warm hell as on a boat. Think. I just got in from hell this morning, okay? <laughs> yeah. And boy, yeah, are right. my arms tired. <laughs> uh, okay. So, having conveyed this over to the Mati, she is quite concerned about the implications, but will still make sure that she tries to attend the wedding, if at all possible. Yeah. So you guys are supplied up in food and and water to head out into the desert. It's still nighttime. You could still get a few good hours of travel in. Yeah, let's do that. I still have my magic box that I can pop up if I need to. It was tied to the stuff that you left them with. Okay. Yeah, yeah that, that one is pretty good. Ooh, can we quickly... Um, I'm going to go talk to the Mati and see if they have... Well, what weapons do our, the blood bags have? I assume they'd have something. 
I mean, they've got short swords. Yeah, I'm gonna go talk to the Matee and just explain that basically we have this little, like, little shield building for our little friends, and I, I'd like to see if we can maybe grab a little bit of a longer weapon for them so they can kind of, you know, spears at the ready instead of trying to just swing their sword at random. Because Gazer can shoot, but, like, the little guys, they're just kind of sitting in there hoping nothing comes in. They have some spears. They can maybe throw it or like kind of defend the the, the little, little box oh, thing that they're the in. Arrow slits. Yeah, yeah, just an idea. This is a reasonable request. She thinks, and you know, does wish to see you reach. Uh, you, you know, you need to live long enough to get to the wedding. So, she does indeed provide you with two bone-tipped spears for the your uh, your. Vassals, your servants. Blood bag one and blood bag two. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Dr. Seuss names. Thing one, thing two. Yep. The one one of which who almost died. Let's make oh, them shirts. Yeah. Let's make them shirts that say want that have numbers one and number two on it. <laughs> so I'm gonna fabricate their shirts to one to say a giant <laughs> one and one to say a number two. I mean, you have you have had the time to do that, so yes, you you use your fabricate ability so that their shirts. What color are the shirts now? If you're gonna fabricate them, shirts. And Doctor Seuss, they were red with white, so we'll do that. <laughs> Suddenly, the two of them are now wearing these lovely sweaters with a red uh, with a bright red with a white one and a white two on it with no explanation of what happened <laughs> nice good use of a level four spell <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think they're permanent are they not yeah all right so you guys head out into the desert Traveling through the night. Lonely perception. Come on, you stoner. Do it this time. <laughs> yes! Ooh, I only got a 14. Apparently I might still be, like, drunk on blood. I got 19 for some reason. I haven't smoked a joint, that's why. Okay, I'm going to light a joint. Something's off here. <laughs> rolling too good must uh, get high yeah, yeah. Well, whenever I roll high in perception something's off I need to get high uh 25 <laughs> shit yeah, 16 holy shit you keen motherfucker you maxed out wisdom that helps <laughs> yeah so up on top of the dunes two out of three of you notice is a large lumbering silhouette like it's low to the ground kind of domed like and has this tail that's swinging back and forth behind it kind of brushing the sand to either side Ooh. it hasn't spotted you yet that's good and isn't it's heading in the same direction that you're going okay i'm gonna um, i'm gonna step behind my companions like i usually do and hide behind let's say jeff because megan's tiny (laughs) 
Well, you guys want to fight it, or should we? Uh, um, let's wait. follow it. Hold Zan on, and Megan have gun. no idea what this is, so Zan wants to get a little bit closer. I just, yeah, yeah it's, it's moving in a direction towards something. Let's follow it. Yeah. Without um, being I'd seen. Like to, I'd like to creep up. Um, I'd like to leave my party behind a little bit and uh, creep up closer and see what this thing is. And where it's going? Yeah. See if I can tell where it's going. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it has something cool in a lair or something. I don't know. Uh, roll me stealth. Just Zan because she went ahead, eh? Yep. Uh, how's a 20? Oh, wait. I've got... How's a 31? The stoner loses you as he as she exhales a puff of smoke and then can't find you again in the dune. <laughs> and you move up closer to this lumbering beast that as you get closer you realize it's some sort of like large reptile with this domed back with these almost look like plates on the top of it. These Ooh. jagged Bike-like bone protrusions where the top shell meets the underbelly. And behind it is this large swinging tail with this rounded tip. Uh, do oh, any I... of these parts look like parts that the tribe, the tribal guys that we just left, used for their weapons and armor? I mean, not usually, but... Okay. You definitely look at it and think that it could be uh, could be used for that. Yeah, I'm just. Is, seeing is there like water there? Or... Would recognize it. I could just go and try and charm it. That yeah, do that. True. I'm. I'm do gonna that. pull back and I'll uh, let them know exactly what I see and. Is there water around, or are we just on straight land here? Uh, you're on, you're on straight land. Okay. Uh, yeah, go well, do your thing, Jeff. Yeah, I'm a druid who doesn't cast animal friendship in five ever. <laughs> I <kind of laughs> forgot about that spell, actually. This would be cool if you succeed. Yeah, I uh, so I I kind of like walk over. I'm kind of like not sneaking, but kind of like you know when you like. You try to make yourself really low as you kind of like approach like a dog or a little kid or something. You're just like, oh, hey, right. You try not to be intimidated. And I'm going to try to get kind of close and um, uh, see uh, how it reacts first. Says the guy that went smashing through a window last night. (laughs) Different character. I know. That was fun. Oh, I I like Gorjo. So, as you approach this thing, you don't need to make an animal or a nature check to realize this is some sort of dinosaur just coming up on it. That or somebody's been leaking way too much yellow cake uranium into these des- into these sands. <laughs> uh, and as you, you kind of come up from lower on the dune making yourself smaller and getting its attention, it stops and turns as it then kind of 
turns and swings its tail in your direction, but doesn't come close to you. Like you're you're like there's twelve feet between you and the tail tip at its closest. Yeah. Um. Actually, you know what? Do I have? I can't remember if I have prepped. Nah. I just like speak with animals, but yeah, I'll just go animal friendship. So yeah, I think it just has to. Well, if it has an intelligence of four or higher, it just fails. But if it doesn't have that high of an intelligence, it has to make a wisdom save or be charmed. Uh, let me pull that back up. 17. It uh, has an intelligence of two. So, uh, uh, what does wisdom it... save? Uh, DC 17. 15. Oh. Oh, yay. So lucky. So it, yeah. uh, as you cast this spell on it, it kind of stops waving its tail and just kind of turns and looks at you. Uh. <laughs> How long does this last? This lasts 24 hours! Fuck nice. yes! Is it big enough for all of us to ride? Maybe it not, is but... Huge. I I I, no, I, I have this dumb idea where we put that like uh, the little fortress thing on its back and just turn the thing into a medieval tank with our buddies. <laughs> Can you cast the uh, talk to animals now and see what this oh, guy's I don't all have about? That prepped. Like I basically uh, oh, pick okay. spells every day. Yeah. Okay. So can we ride him and go somewhere? Yeah. Fuck. Let's get her. Yes. Okay. Let's jump on. I'm gonna light a joint for this. <laughs> fuck. It Did you does give us such crazy animals. <laughs> <laughs> so it does allow you all to climb on its back and continue lumbering down <clears throat> along the, the through the sands at night. Due to your uh, your mount, you don't run into anything, although you do notice a couple scorpions skittering along in the in the distance. They look like they're giving your bride a large birth. <laughs> Best idea ever, Jeff. <laughs> you just, just made like, traveling oh. the desert go from difficulty 100 to, like, 1. <laughs> what is that druid? If a druid can't do it in the desert, what the fuck's he gonna do? Why not? I mean, he's still going on his own path, but... As the hours wear on and you can start to see the gray light of dawn kind of rising in the distance, you also see up ahead it's a small stand of trees. Ooh. Oasis. He seems to be beeline, or the, the beast you're on seems to be beelining directly for the this stand of trees. I mean, that seems yeah. reasonable. Absolutely. Especially if the sun's coming up. So you... Continue in the sun, slowly beginning to just peek over the mountains in the distance as you enter into the foliage underneath. And you do indeed find a uh, a small oasis bubbling up in the middle of this. The oasis itself is maybe 25 feet on a side. You can see there's some bubbles coming up from the center of it. 
But the large dinosaur lumbers on up to it, sticks its face in, and begins to slurp some of the water up. I kind of uh, rub the back of his neck. Bath. As the sun is coming up. Okay, never mind. <laughs> um, I'm going to. Oh, I guess I can't really spend three hours doing it. But um, I just want to check. Uh, choose a point within range. All normal plants in 100 foot radius since the point become thick and overgrown. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to cast plant growth uh, just as an action, not as eight hours. And just. Because I assume. Are there like some. There's, you said there's some palm trees and stuff, right? Yeah, there's some trees. There's, you know, a couple like smaller bushes. You know, maybe yeah. 10 feet around on all sides. So, like, all around the, the oasis. So, you know, it's. A small circle of forest. It's about to be big. <laughs> it's a third level <laughs> druid spell. Um, so it's you cast it as an action. Choose a point within range. Uh, all normal plants in a 100 foot cent radius centered on that point become thick and overgrown. Um, I'll leave like a small path, like a hole somewhere. Like like I can't make a hole, but I assume that there were holes between the trees. I'll like leave one so people things can still come and go out of this. But outside All right. of that... You're making yes. a plant fortress. Yeah. Love it. Well, that it's you not impenetrable, rest. but it's hard to march an army through a forest. Can you do it to my weed plants that I got? Yeah. <laughs> nice. We have to, when we get back home. Okay, so it's the first and third of this spell. Um, how much water is here? Um, the hole itself is about 25 feet across, but it's not super deep for most of it. It's maybe up to your, your knees, but it does get deeper at the far side. Yeah. What the heck happened to my water spell? There it is. It's a large puddle that seems to be fed from underground. Um, but it is a lovely place, especially after you've thickened up the the trees to provide a whole lot more shade, which freaked the hell out of the Anglosaurus. As suddenly the uh, the <laughs> trees grew forty years worth of growth in a matter of seconds. <laughs> uh, just to be safe, I'm still gonna pop up my little box and, uh, and oh, yeah. go inside That's... there. Safe. So there's just going to be this cube that didn't get plants in it because you <laughs> set up this 20 by 20 cube and went inside. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, then the plants went off surrounding it. Yep. Is this the thing that we, that Gazer and the Blood Buddies were going into, this cube? Yep. Oh, it's 20 by 20. I thought it was a lot smaller. Either way. Um, I can, I could enrich the land here and just make this like a really good like oasis, but I don't really need to. We're basically just gonna sleep the day away and then just keep traveling in the in the night, right? There is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll I'll cast create or destroy water, and I'll do that like two times just so like this water like I I don't expect it to do a lot. A lot of the water is probably just gonna seep soak into the sand, but at least it's 
been in a heavy rainfall, I guess. So it, it still breaks. has water to it. Yeah, it's uh, ten gallons of water. I'll do it twice. Sure. A couple buckets worth of water extra that uh, that are now circulating around in there. You do notice throughout the day that wildlife from the desert is moving in towards this new forest area. <laughs> it's shady and there are plants to eat. Yeah, honestly, I just... I just yeah. um, well, we can go inside of that little hut thing, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, so let's just all go in there. I'll just tell the Ankylosaurus to just, like, sit right outside there, and um, I'll tell him to, like, bash the uh, the side of the, the pen thing if anything tries to attack him. Actually, he doesn't understand that at all. I just, I just point down and I say, sit. <laughs> Ankylosaurus looks at you, cocks its head funny, then turns back towards a bush, opens its mouth, and eats the leaves off of half the tree. Close yeah, okay. enough. <laughs> oh, he's chomping down on the uh, on the foliage whilst you guys crawl into your little hut and take a rest for the day. Megan in her little coffin inside of it because there are arrow slits that would let in some sunlight but not a whole hell of a lot yep and we pass through the day without any major event as you guys are completely safe inside of your tiny box tiny box inside of a forest in the middle of a desert <laughs> You hear a noise uh, from outside suddenly. The sounds like the Ankylosaurus just shouted out or yelled out in pain. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I run out there real quick. I follow behind Jeff, but at a safe distance. Is it dark? Uh, not yet. Okay. The sun is going down. It's twilight, but it's not, uh... I'm staying put then. Sorry, guys. Do you have ranged attacks that you can do from the doorway? Yeah, just through an ice knife and stuff like that. Yeah. There's arrow slits. There you go. <laughs> Something clo comes close to the little side, you can stab him. Yeah. <laughs> make little make little whispers. As so what do we cube, as you exit the cube circling around the Anglosaurus near the oasis are th at least three Velociraptors. Oh Jesus. There snapping at its ankles. You can see that they've managed to bite it in one spot. I, uh... <laughs> Three of them? Yes. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna so... turn to a... Sorry, go ahead, Jeff. I'm just gonna cast Animal Friendship, but I'm gonna upcast it to third level and target all three. <laughs> nice. It's worth a try, really. 
Yeah? <laughs> it probably won't get all of them, but, you know, those that don't join, die. Read me Animal Friendship again, just so uh, I know what... Yeah. Choose a beast you can see within range, which is 30 feet. Um, it must see and hear you. If the beast's intelligence is four or higher, the spell fails. Otherwise, the beast must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by you for the spell's duration. If one or more of your companions harms the target, the spell ends. Oh. Okay. So that might be awkward if the Ankylosaurus just clubs one of them, but eh. Oh, cool. You got some dinos. Alrighty. So, how smart's a Velociraptor? Velociraptor has an intelligence of four. Oh, it fails. Oh, yeah, it just doesn't work. Yeah. Kind of, kind of worried, but whatever. I get to turn immediately into a T Rex. <laughs> You've seen all the movies, right? Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, roll for initiative. Oh my god. You guys. Yeah. Four. Se seven. <laughs> Mr. Jeff? Four. Who else rolled a four? I got seven. You guys are adding your modifiers, right? <laughs> yeah, I rolled a two. It's it's a plus three, I think, for my initiative, right? Your deck. Plus deck. Your deck modifier. Yeah, plus three. Yeah. So Megan, seven. what'd you get? I got ten. I really don't want to go first. <laughs> well, that's good because you're not good. <laughs> I mean, it's unfortunate that the raptors are going to, but <laughs> you control that whatever it's called, Jeff. That uh, it's guy. charmed by me, so I don't exactly directly control it. But he's our ally. Yeah. If we okay. hurt it, though, it it will it will. Yeah, I guess us. I'll go bite him. Don't hurt the spiky boy. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I bet you they we're last. Lunge, they all make lunges at the, at Spiky Boy and uh -oh. miss spectacularly. <laughs> High roll was a five. So they're snapping and snarling and trying to bite at the ankles. Zan, you are up next. You freaking... You do have line of sight as they come around, like, as they come around the side of the Ankylosaurus. You can take a shot at one. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to. I am going to... Shit. No, I'm not gonna You're shit. going to get. I don't want to die. <gasps> um, I'm going... Yeah, uh... You know what? I am going to throw a chromatic orb. Just... Yeah. It's only a level one spell, but the range is 90 feet. So. That is more than enough. That's handy. 
And what uh, what damage type are you hurling it as? Oh, um, I am going to do acid. So let's hope this hits. I rolled a fucking three. That would be all rolling bad to hit. That'll hit. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, let me pull out some D8 now. Put some D's on that bitch. Uh, 12 points of acid. That wasn't that great. As this one comes around the corner, snarling, you catch it in the side, blasting it as the uh, the acid starts eating away through its shoulder blades as it's howling and screeching on the ground. Lupini. Okay. So I have this multi-attack that I can bite and grapple and then use my tail. So I want to attack someone with the bite attack that's close enough to another person where I can use my tail attack. They're on opposite sides of them. Well, that's bullshit. Okay. <laughs> you you can split up your attacks, though. You can go and attack one, then move and go attack the other. Not when I have the guy grappled in my mouth. Can I drag him? I think I think you can, you have, a, like, half speed or something. But if you just eat it, I mean, there's that, too. Well, I only have my multi-attack only works if I bite and then tail. I can't do two bites. Yeah, 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 yeah I know. But if you if you bite and you eat it, it doesn't really matter if you grapple it. Well, um, what's your speed in the T-Rex? Um, I'll look it up right now. Okay, my speed is 50 feet. You know what? That wouldn't be a problem because, yeah, He's you here. bite this one. You come in and bite this fella. Yeah. As you approach, the ankylosaurus freaks out and starts charging through the uh, through the woods. Nice. <laughs> Went according to my plan. <laughs> just nah, kidding. Caleb just doesn't want to play the ankylosaurus yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I go to bite that that first douchebag there. Actually, with him out of the way, that would allow you right in between. To do that. Yeah. Okay, so it's a 29 to hit. Oh, <laughs> uh, y'all. That'll work, eh? <laughs> yeah, I think so. One, two, three, four of these fuckers. The one jumps, lifting its leg to try and claw at you, and as it's in the air, you just kind of scoop it in your mouth. Nice. Okay, so I got a 17, 18, 19, 20. 22, I got a 29 damage, and he's grappled with a 17 to to become free. The parts of him that are left in your mouth are grappled, maybe. The other third of him stayed on the ground. <laughs> nice. 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 Okay, so then I use my tail attack. Um, that is a 25 to hit. 25 to hit. That will most certainly hit. Okay, it's 3d8, so that is a... Shit, I rolled two ones. Uh, that's 17 damage on the tail. As you crack the other one in half. <laughs> I 
at this point, the Ankylosaurus is charging off into the desert, into the into the sunset, spooked by the giant T Rex that decided to give it to to come and say hi. <laughs> Can I talk uh, well, dinosaur language to him? Be like, hey, bro, come back, man. You're a Tyrannosaurus Rex. But isn't he a dinosaur? Yes, but even if you could speak dinosaur, that would be a T-Rex saying, hey, come back here. That'd be like a lion asking the goat to come hang out. Or the what about the little animal that pulled the thorn out of the lion's paw? He makes a good argument. (laughs) (laughs) Not really, sorry. (laughs) Um, I'm not going to eat you, bro. I'm full. Come back, man. Is what I say. I just, look, I just look at you <laughs> sideways and cross, and then I run after the thing. I, I think I'm actually wild shape real quick. But uh, a good speed that isn't intimidating. I'd also like to. You you are aware that it took you here not because you told it to, but because it was friendly to you and happened to be going this direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just also looking at the fact that I I, I have the awakened spell and really want to try that at some point. I have to go find like a big fat thousand gold gem, but I want to breed. I want to breed sentience to the t- to a dinosaur. You just want to end Have the you world. Seen... Has anyone here seen the movie We're Back? Yep. What's that one? It's a cartoon it's... Disney one. Or is it Disney? No, that's a Don Bluth. Yeah, that's right. Don Bluth. But what kind what movie what is it about? Just remind me, because I usually watch every animated movie I see. The, there's a bad guy that has dinosaurs and he controls them for a circus, but not really. And then there's a boy kid and a girl kid. And I've never seen this movie. What is it? What's next? We're, we're, we're back. back. Um, we're back. I'll uh, I'll put it um I'll put it in chat. <laughs> okay, I'll download it tonight. <laughs> Alrighty, so you now find yourselves with the setting sun at this oasis, having scared off the Ankylosaurus. Yeah, sure, whatever. You do, however, have a T-Rex. Hop on. You just have John. (laughs) You guys want to go for a ride and we'll go in our direction? Sorry, you charged it with a T-Rex. Well, yeah, that's fine. I just, I would like to have the ability to go and get it. I didn't charge it with a T-Rex. John did. <laughs> Literally <laughs> threw its natural fucking predator at it. <laughs> yeah. Contamination, bro. Like, the little giants. <laughs> Anyways. Alright, so you guys are heading out into into the desert as the sun sets? Or after the sun has set? After the sun has set, um, 
Yeah, I hope I can keep. Yeah, I keep my form, and then they can jump on my back, and we'll go for a ride. All right. Well, much the same as riding a giant uh, armored dinosaur, riding a apex predator that is running full tilt through the desert is both good at scaring off minor nuisances and terrifying your blood bags as they hold on for dear life. <laughs> I just hold Gazer in my in my lap like a little baby. <laughs> He's enjoying this. Whee! Am I allowed to get out of the box yet? No, stay in your box. Okay. Stay in your box. I'll stay in box. <laughs> I mean, you had to shrink the box to leave. I don't think he'd uh, carry a 20-foot box on his back. Fair enough. <laughs> don't make me work out how much it weighs when it's expanded. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because, I mean, I'll do it, and I'll probably be surprised. I once learned ship construct. This, Not this one, a different one. But I learned enough about ship construction to know what the best materials were for what reason. Crazy. Um, By the way, We're Back oh. is a Steven Spielberg film. Oh. I saw that. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I thought that was... I thought It's it's done up like a blues film. But it is. Anyways. The style's very similar. Yeah, but it had dinosaurs. Of course, Steven's behind it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and we'll direct anything if you tell them we can put dinosaurs in. Anyways, sorry. So you are heading out through the desert. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that's gonna... Okay. Uh-oh. Uh, as you travel, you repeat the process of travel for several days moving through the desert as you approach your final location, which does swing you back in towards uh, Terra Lineth. As you approach the location, you look up the hill and you see up at the, the top of this sand dune is this walled-off little domed building. Roll me perception. Am I still in the box or am I out yet? No, yeah, it is joking. Not ah! one. I mean, you can open up the. You're, you're talking about your coffin, Megan? Yeah. Yeah, that opens from the inside, eh? Yeah, um, but like, is it nighttime or daytime? Because if it's daytime, I'm not oh, opening it's, it. It's definitely nighttime. Okay. And the T Rex with his wisdom got a five. Uh, well, aren't you glad that I was able to come out? I got 22. Nice. Uh, doesn't the T-Rex have advantage on, uh, on smelling things, I think? Doesn't the T-Rex only last an hour? Uh... Uh, yeah, that's true. You've been traveling for, like, quite a bit longer than that. So are you saying I am a human? 
You are a human, unless you decide to burn up this day, uh, uh, a spell on this day, then... Oh, we're just... Okay, so let's investigate. And luckily Megan rolled good. (laughs) Megan, it's faint, but you smell... uh, You smell this char, like, gooty smell in the air. So we're back at Terra Lineth. Wasn't that like the big city no. that we were in? No, you're at the last place you were supposed to oh, go, okay. yeah, yeah. which is That's closer to Terra Lineth than you just were. Oh, okay. Yeah, makes sense. I just heard Terra Lineth. I was like, what? <laughs> we're not going there. Um, I... you, said you picked a path that essentially made it a diamond. So that you yeah. didn't do the two close ones, then go all the way out, then have to come all the way back in. It was quite a smart design. Otherwise, you the desert. Um, so yes, Megan, you smell like something's been been charred. I I mentioned this to my party members. I'm like something something's burnt here. Something's something's black now that used to not be yeah this blunt <laughs> <laughs> it is indeed hard to exactly place the uh the scent with the burning smell of the sorceress near you oh sorry you... guys i put it out quick <laughs> do i smell another vampire No. Okay. As you approach the door, you notice that the door of the the outer wall is ajar. Weapons you ready, push lads. It open. I thought it was a door, not a jar. <laughs> yeah, that's God a, damn it. <laughs> that's weird, eh, to have a jar. Actually, that's door. actually what I thought at first. I was like, what do you mean it's a fucking jar? I feel like it's a big... Glass bowl? <laughs> like the old Buick LeBaron, when you used to leave the door open, it, a robot voice would say, uh, your door is ajar, like back in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> My buddy had one of those. Nice. Uh, anyway, anyway. I would like to push the, push the, push the jar a little further open. Well, let's, let's, let's just listen first. Okay. <laughs> Already, can oh. we hear anything through the through the open door? It's still quiet. All right, no, Megan, do your thing. No animals. No animals. No birds. No nothing. Okay, I'm going in. I, well, no, I'm not going in. I'm pushing the door open wider so that we can see, but I'm not stepping in yet. And I'm. Positioning myself behind my fellow <laughs> colleagues, as usual. <laughs> Fixing my hair. Yeah, the queen. Queen Boo <laughs> has to protect herself. Yeah, my tiara is crooked, so I needed to fix that up quick. <laughs> as you guys push open the door and look inside, you recognize where the smell of char came from. 
Looking at the house inside the walls, you see the doors boarded closed. The windows, the uh, the first floor windows had been sealed over, and the second story windows had been blown out by what looked like a fire that raged through the house and blew out the windows from the inside. It doesn't look like there's any active flames, though, right now. Right? No. Does someone have detect magic? Uh, no, but I would like to climb up a wall and peer in one of the busted-out windows. Nice. As you climb up the, uh, the outside of the building... You, the closer you get to the windows, the more black soot you have to deal with on your hands. And you peer into through the window, and you see what looks like it had been uh, a second-story bedroom. Not the master bedroom of the house, certainly, but the room was still uh, you know, a 12 by 12 room that looked like it had a four-poster bed. Three of the posters have collapsed after being severely charred. Okay. I'd like to move along and peek in a different window. There's no signs of uh, anyone in there? No. As you shimmy along checking in the next window, you do find what looks like the master's bedroom. It's quite a bit larger. What's your passive perception? Uh, ridiculous, it's 25. Cool. Awesome. And what is, uh, what's your investigation? Uh, 19. Jesus Christ. All right. My passive, yeah, my, my, my passive insight is only 12, though. <laughs> Looking in the room, you see the remnants of what was probably a bed where the blaze had scorched the high ceilings. And... In the corner, you see what looks like it had been part of a rectangular box. Oh. Rectangular what? Box. It's a coffin. Oh. I, uh, I telepathically let you guys on the ground know that I think I found a coffin. New phone, who dis? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't, uh, I don't hear anything like any movement. No. Okay. Um, does it seem a possibility for me to climb in and go and unlock the door so that everyone else can come in? Oh, I mean, you could open the front door from the outside. It's just boarded shut. Oh! Somebody boarded it from the outside. Oh, my bad. I thought it was just the windows boarded. Well, that doesn't look very good. Okay, I'm going to climb back down and uh, go and unboard the door. Or maybe I'll get someone bigger and stronger to do that. I don't know. You can use your dagger and pry off the boards. But it's such a nice <clears throat> dagger. I don't want to dull it. I'll try. I just don't want to break a nail. <laughs> I'll, I'll go for primal savagery. It's, uh, this is, I guess it's 3d10 of acid damage as a, as a melee spell attack I can do. Nice. So while the other two are debating which of them should be prying the door off, you recognize that neither <laughs> of them is probably best at this. And you just <laughs> suddenly point at the door and hit the door of the boards that had already had a flame, you know, flames 
heating them from the inside, hit it with acid, and most of them just dissolve as it works its way down. And what was left of the door behind it has now got some pretty bad burn streaks through it, too. And the door swings open with no effort on your part. You just kind of <laughs> push the door, and it the lower half breaks from the upper half and swings open. You step inside, and the the walls are charred all the way up to the ceiling. What looks like had been a table is now just a blackened lump in the room. Uh, there are, are a couple doorways off of this, as well as a staircase that leads to the upper floor. And that coffin is there? On the upper floor, It's on yeah. the second floor. All right, well, let's let's just do this uh, efficiently. We want to clear the bottom floor first? Yeah, probably should. Yeah. I mean, so Zan is convinced that this was not an accident. <laughs> yeah, someone wanted to keep this vampire in there. So let's uh, let's clear the bottom row first. Is there two doors, you said, Caleb? Yep. There's a door off to the left and a door off to the right, and then the staircase goes forwards. Let's go left. You guys cool with that? Yeah, let's sure. go. All right. All right. You, uh, off of the, the main dining hall, you open up a door to uh, what looks like a kitchen. This room actually looks the least burned uh, or less burned than the previous room. And it's the kitchen. There's How ironic. Still, <laughs> yeah, there's still signs of like severe smoke damage halfway down the walls, but the flames didn't seem to consume this room. Just further supports Zan's thoughts. Yeah, someone tried to murder this guy. Yep. Alright, is there succeeded. any other... Can we loot this place then? Uh, or everything just burnt? survivors first. <laughs> Uh, At the same time, the two doors off of the uh, off of the kitchen, one of which l looks like it's you open Check up the, the one door that doesn't doesn't look like a normal door, and it leads into a pantry. Oh. And on the far side of the pantry, you see someone lying on the ground. Oh snap! I would like to rush over and try and. Uh you know, assess their injuries. <laughs> Who has the best uh, heal spells? I wouldn't you. blow all your healing spells. As you roll the person over, you see the glazed look in their eye and the lifeless look on their face. Uh -huh. Judging by the dark line on the wall, the smoke inhalate. They tried to hide in this room, but the inhalate smoke inhalation was what killed this poor soul. Okay. But no one has speak with the dead or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um. Oh. Shit. I was gonna ask something. Oh, this is this is a human. Yes. Okay. Is there anything on his person in his pockets? Any sort of clues? Um. As you search down the outfit that they're that he's wearing. Uh, it's a rather nice outfit. You, you're you able to figure out just from that this was some sort of a house servant to a rather nice-looking estate. 
Um, Any marks to reveal that he's a vampire? Oh yeah, he started to see human already. Okay. He is. He was most definitely a human. Uh, John, roll me, uh, roll me investigation as you're searching him. Okay. Oh, a nat twenty. Oh jeez. Nice. And my my investigation number is plus one. Tucked into the uh, inside of his left sock, you find a tiny key. Oh, shit. Well, I'll take the key and uh, and show everyone and put it in my pocket. So you continue on uh, taking the other door, moving forwards, and you enter into what looked like the servant quarters. The rooms are small and tightly packed together, and at the back of the house, underneath the stairs... Um, and everybody roll me an investigation. I'm going to look under the beds for any kids. Sorry. I got 15. I have a pen in my mouth. Uh, 18, sure, with a pen. 16. <laughs> I just. <laughs> there is a definite <coughs> line. Uh, that runs down this corridor and branches out like veins into every single room that is more darkly burned than the rest of the room. Ooh, so maybe it started back here? So that's... Several of the rooms you do find blackened corpses of other humans that had looked like they had been clawing at the windows trying to get out. Gotta let my cat out, be right back. So can I can me and Jeff just efficiently search all the people and rooms and just quickly go through the, the area? Yeah, there really isn't a whole lot in here. These rooms were you're, you're lucky the building is still standing with the amount of fire that was here. Okay, so what do you think, Jeff? Should we go back to the main room and try the other door? Sure, might as well. Let's do it. Alrighty, so you go back into the main room and you take the other hallway off to the other side of the room, or the other side of the, the dining hall. And now that you're looking, you see these these streak lines, these burnt streaks on the floor, and they trace out into multiple different directions in the dining hall, some of which going up the stairs, some going down down into the other room. That as you cross the room and get into it, you realize that this is the storage larder for the house. It looks like it used to hold uh, large amounts of food stacked on shelves. The room seems magically enchanted to be a few degrees colder than the rest of the rooms. That's cool. And sitting on the back wall is a large, what looks like it had been a barrel that it didn't get caught directly in the fire based on where you, you see the burn marks, but you see this white puffy stuff that had 
expanded out the cracks in the barrel and glooped onto the floor in this big white blob. What does it smell like? John Carpenter shit. (laughs) Uh, Do you go up and smell it? Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I pick up a piece of debris and throw it at it. Uh, It bounces off of the blob as though the blob were almost rubbery. I'm going to cast Detect Magic on myself. Basically, just for 10 minutes, I can sense the presence of magic within 30 feet. Um, Like invisible creatures. And I think I can... And you learn it's school of magic, if any. That's about it. Um, The room that you are standing in is enchanted with uh, a couple different enchantments. Um, Trying to think of what school they would be. Possibly transformation. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, um, But they mostly tie to the food preservation. There isn't any magic coming from the blob. Okay, I say it's not magical. Alright. Can I walk over and make like a nature check to see if it's something that's like natural or more man-made? It, it is both. As you uh, as you go up and you poke at it and you get a better smell, you realize that it's mozzarella. Oh. Oh, it's cheese. <laughs> the cheese heated up so much that it liquefied and dripped out of the barrel. But it's otherwise intact. That sounds delicious. Doesn't it? <laughs> well, I, I, I just assume that somewhere in the process between transforming or something that my when I was in the snake and I had the mouthful of gold that it just stopped existing or something I, I just remember that again well let's uh, check the rest of the room quick then and see if there's anything else Uh, you know what, Jeff? Make me a constitution save. Sure. <laughs> um, 21. 21. Yeah. I, I took con saving throws, because spells. Yeah, fair. Suddenly you feel as though you were about to have the most ridiculous diarrhea you have ever had. <laughs> uh, but you were able to... Clench your butt cheeks together and uh, begin running around looking for a more uh, private location. We're just looking I'm just at gonna, like, I'm going to cast um, uh, the ground. Is it like there's like a wood plank or is it like stone or just, just dirt at this point? It's it's wood. It's charred wood. Go to a corner, bro. Okay, I've got a primal savagery, like rip it apart until it's dirt and then just do mold earth and like make a small hole in the ground just <laughs> so as I'm the gonna... other two turn around and you pop no no I leave the room I, I leave the room for that bullshit <laughs> <laughs> the first time in the entire campaign someone's gotta take a shit right <laughs> girls don't shit wait someone <laughs> as you me that rule Squatting over there, you immediately let loose, and you hear a ching, 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 like you had just won the lot, won at the slot machine. 
Holy shit, he's shit. He's a real golden goose. <laughs> this continues on for a good solid two minutes, and... Oh, you're bleeding, bro. <laughs> you, you're not entirely sure as you look back at the uh, probably two and a half foot tall mound of money how your body held all of that and you're just glad that it didn't hurt on the way out that's all yours uh, Jeff as a odd combination of spells I'm gonna do the uh, create water and just like fill it in it. fill in the water and just oh god Kind of, kind of gag a little bit, and then just kind of like clean off the coins in the water. I'm gonna go upstairs. Yeah, that's all your money, bud. <laughs> <laughs> like tearing up a little bit, just bleh. yeah. Enjoy that shit. <laughs> and then I think, well, it's purify food and drink. Purify food and drink. That would purify the water and clean the water, wouldn't it? It would, yes. Yeah, so I'll cast that too. I'm just burning all my stupid first level spell slots. I'm almost out of them, actually. Uh, Do you so have a not feeling gross about it spell? Butt can go up. Uh, you could definitely try. Okay, I'm going to go up the stairs what? carefully. Well, the stairs. Yeah, I'm I'll going follow up the Megan. stairs while you guys uh, are I'm done with this. <laughs> I'll no, no, not to <laughs> I, I, I'm following behind okay. Megan at a safe distance. <laughs> well, us wanting to stop at 10, this might be a good place to cut it. Yeah, Okay. That's true. We will explore upstairs next time, and uh, Jeff can finish cleaning up the wealth of money that he has uh, digested. 